The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home of your hottest and fastest growing sports gambling and fantasy football content. And without further ado, here are your senior NFL IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary the IDP Tipster. The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast TaylorMade Stealth 2 Driver Giveaway. Head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com backslash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. We're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake and Ryan three times a week to get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate. Welcome back to the IDP Pros podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined with the senior IDP analyst of the SGPN Network. Gary, how are you, sir? Hello, hello, oh, man, ready to rock and roll. We got this draft coming up, diving into these guys, but we're not here to talk about them. I do want to drop a dime real early here, John, about Ryan Kramer coming on next week. And in case, you know, some people don't stick around for the end of this pod, you will want to be here next week. Check out that episode with Ryan Kramer of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah, one of the co-founders. That is going to be a good one. I am looking forward to it. We got an action-packed show for you this week. We're going to talk about some fallout from free agency, stock up, stock down for different guys. But let's start with some news. Free agency slowed down a bit, but we did have some moves in the last week, starting with Keanu Neal, uh, safety, going to the Steelers with what do you think about this, Gary? So Terrell Edmonds has left the building. Does that mean Neil gets some snaps next to uh, Fitzpatrick? What do you think? They also signed KZ. So I'm going to lay some odds here. That this is 50-50 between either one of them landing the starting strong safety job. And another 50-50 odds on it that it's not really going to amount to much. It probably will just be a headache. Yeah. I am with you. Terrell Edmonds wasn't much to begin with, and now we got two guys that were not as good as him fighting over that spot, so I'm not interested. I'm with you. Uh, Also this week, Tampa Bay signed Ryan Neal, the backup safety for the Seahawks, who always gets playing time because Jamal Adams is always injured. Thoughts on this for Tampa Bay? There's no reason to think that it's a possibility that we could see a really good Neal come out of this. I think he flashed enough in Seattle. I think we all liked him in Seattle. And for whatever reason, cap reasons, they went with love over Neil in Seattle. So that's why we're talking about him in Tampa Bay. Uh, As it sits, I'm going to look at him at what Edwards ended up doing for the later half of last season, which was no more than a defensive back two, really, in standard leagues. But at the beginning of the season, before he had gotten hurt and some things were happening with the defense about that same time or afterwards, they actually were using him interchangeable with Winfield, bringing him up in the box. He was actually getting some some decent tackle numbers at one point. Could that happen with Neil? A healthy Neil coming in? Was it a scenario change for Edwards last year? Um it's a possibility. I definitely think that he's worth getting a hold of. He shouldn't be uh, sitting on any waiver wires. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I think this is a good late stab, or if he's on waivers somewhere, just hang on to him because we did see a lot of uh, you know three safeties getting used last year in Tampa Bay, and Edwards was valuable, especially right. beginning of the year, like you said. Yeah, we're talking standard league, so when when I do say something about you know you know don't he shouldn't be on the waiver wire, oh, think deeper leagues because we definitely just keep eye on a guy like this if you only need to start a couple of DBs a week. Right, right. You could probably grab him if you need him down the line if it's a shallower league. Absolutely. Third piece of news this week, Panthers signed Eric Rowe, who was a, a safety for the Dolphins. They got some time last year just due to injury. Uh, this is depth uh, for the Panthers, so nothing special. And then uh, for Miami, uh, they've got Deshaun Elliott and Javon Holland. Nothing to see here, right, Gary? No, I wouldn't think so. Too crowded in Carolina and, yeah. Uh, Deshaun Elliott's interesting in Miami, but you got Brandon Jones, so mm. probably could be some kind of rotation this year. Yes, sir. We shall see. And last piece of news this week, Jeffrey Simmons today signed a four-year extension that was north of $90 million, which makes him the second yeah, I know the second highest paid defensive tackle in the league behind Aaron Donald. I think it, I think it's worth it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, this is, <laughs> this falls right in line. We were talking about how last year when Aaron Donald does sell off into the sunset, uh, Jeffrey is the assumed replacement at the moment, even if he had a down IDP season last year, you know, don't, don't, don't look in too far into that. Give this guy a break. Right. For you Star Wars fans, this is the heir to the Empire right here. You. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball daily fantasy games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Fact. The National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. And we already know finding new innovations in research, surgical options, and clinical trials is essential to finding a cure. And to all those fantasy football ladies that may be listening, we also know with early detection your survival rate goes up. And that's why breast self-exams are very important and the best way to give your old girls their best fighting chance to win the championship. So, with all that being said, the fellas here at the IDP Pro Players Pod would like to remind everyone, the National Breast Cancer Foundation does take donations. So please, go and give what you can. And let's give our mothers, our wives, our sisters, and every woman the support, the resources, and maybe even more importantly, the hope by knowing we all really do care. Let's pick it back up. This week, we are talking about the fallout from free agency. So not the free agent moves themselves, but how they impacted the teams, uh, where they left, basically. And we'll do this as stock up, stock down, and to be determined. We'll just go right across the board. Let's start with a stock up, and this is an obvious one. Uh, Matt Milano, Buffalo Bills, with the exit of Tremaine Edmonds, his stock is going through the roof, and I've seen it firsthand in best ball drafts where he's being taken in third round now. Thoughts, wow. Mr. Gary? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, wow, wow. Mr. Matt Milano has come a long way, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I, I want to throw out there, he has, prior to last season, 
even maybe during last season, he has a little, he has a little bit of a injury history for one at that ADP. And another thing, ah, you know, I like him and I do think he's going to get a boost, but man, it's going to be tough. We still have a draft here, man. Buffalo is going to be drafting luxury freaking picks. If you take a look at this roster right now, you know, on defense, I, I granted, we don't get a huge amount of uh, sack numbers in IDP, but the fact of the matter is in real life, they're doing their damn jobs and they're putting the pressure and this defense does work. Uh, is it elite leap? No, but, it is solid across the board. I don't think that we necessarily see them going for anything in the first three rounds, unless we're talking something like uh, linebacker, actually. After that, I kind of feel like anything else is a luxury pick on defense. Yes, sir. And uh, just for the record, when I say third round, I mean all IDP best ball drafts, not combined offense. Uh, Those I- do exist, folks. Yeah, yeah. I always forget that people aren't nearly as degenerate as I am. So <laughs> yeah, gotta yeah. gotta get those breaks, man. That's right. That's right. No, All yeah. right, let's look at our first stock down. Also on the Bills, Micah Hyde. So with Taylor Rapp coming to town, with the the re-signing of Jordan Poyer, uh, we're getting more chefs in the kitchen. Uh, he's getting older. He was dinged up last year. I mean, despite DeMar Hamlin getting injured, Hamlin came in and showed he could do the job. A lot of things mm-hmm. not working in his favor. Yeah, it's just kind of time to move on unless he ends up, um, you know, getting traded. Also, to another reminder about him back when he was Green Bay. Green Bay wasn't excited about the one year I think they got out of him where he really busted out. So they didn't re-sign him. Of course, Green Bay is kind of like that with defense anyways. It depends or had been. But it, with Buffalo, uh, he just kind of filled a role. Good, solid veteran. I mean, he would get the numbers for us here and there. But this rap was lined up anyways by Buffalo before the Jordan Poyer re-signing. So they've got Hyde on there. They have rap for cheap. I find it difficult to believe, especially, I mean, it's shocking if you look at his overall grade on PFF. He actually is not, he's pretty darn good. Maybe it's the scheme. I like this fit for Rap and Buffalo. I think it might be one of those situations where I'm going after Rap, but I'm only thinking more dynasty, not redraft. Exactly. Yeah, that threw a whole monkey wrench in it. Uh, that's our first stock down. Our first to be determined, Juan Thornhill. Now of the Browns, I believe. Uh, yes, sir. What a mess. I don't even know who the hell is going to play safety for the Browns this year. What do you think? <laughs> uh, you know, it's probably going to be Thornhill. And in deeper formats, uh, why not? John Johnson just got done doing a good se- having a good season last year. You know, the production's here. We know it's a clown show in, in the linebacker department. Mm. So that has no stability, but one thing it does is the safety positions as long as the guys stay healthy. So I don't have any trouble throwing a dart at this. Uh, not whatsoever. Yeah, well, I mean, Grant Delpit's the safe pick, but yeah, you're right. A, a late dart throw certainly can't hurt. Looking at ESPN, which kind of compare, it's the offseason season. So if you are looking at any depth charts right now, keep this in mind. Most of these aren't 100% from LADS, ESPN, uh, definitely NFL. Go to the uh, team sites. That's a joke. 
So I think uh, my best way of finding this shit out is just looking at the contracts, which you can find a few sites there. Yeah. All righty. Next stock up we're going to look at is a pair of Bengals safeties, Dax Hill and Nick Scott. And uh, this one seems pretty straightforward on paper because with the departure of Jesse Bates and Von Bell, we need two new safeties. They drafted Dax Hill last year. He seems pretty safe. And then they acquired uh, Nick Scott in the offseason. Uh, what do you think, Gary? Do both these guys end up starting? Well, yeah. Question will be which one's free safety, one's which one's strong safety. The other question will be the same thing. I'm going to go to this draft coming up. I mean, if you look at the Bengals as a whole, they they still got their linebackers, their pass rushers. Uh, what do they need? Cornerback, secondary help, depth. I, you know, so it's not out of the question that maybe they go after somebody like uh, Brian Branch. Who knows? But as it sits, Nick Scott's interesting if he can stay healthy. He missed some time last year, and he's flashed, but he's not been like, you know, kick ass. What I will probably do is avoid whoever lands free safety. But if I'm going to gamble out of either one of these, I think Dax Hill is who I'm really going after. Yeah, I agree completely. Because when, it, if you remember last year when Jesse Bates was looking like he might not play, Dax Hill was the guy that was the Jesse Bates replacement. I mean, that's that's as locked and loaded as you can get. Yes, sir. Uh, Jerome Baker Dolphins. This one's very easy for me. David uh, Long is now a linebacker on the Dolphins. I feel like he's better than Jerome Baker. I think it's a whole situation we've kind of brought up before where – it's more of the roles, the uncertainty, the fact that Baker's not actually all that freaking good. Yeah, I love Long as a player. That's the the tough part about doing this from a IDP manager or IDP player's point of view, because we're not making judgments off the NFL or real life as much as we're making making it off of fantasy. I'm not I'm not interested in this more than a in a deeper league. I think it's going to be some of the same old thing, just like they did in the past with Baker and Roberts. Where Baker's the main guy. He's really who's gotten paid there. And it's probably going to be a rotation. Yeah, yeah. No one on Miami is safe in terms of inside linebackers, but I I feel like Jerome Baker's time is uh diminishing. This year. We would hope so. We we would think so. We thought that two years ago. <laughs> he won't die. Ass. He won't yeah. die. <laughs> right, right. They, they hand him $65 billion. I mean, million dollars. I don't know. It could have been. It was more than I made. <laughs> Stack up Jalen Petrie. And for the life of me, I can't remember why I put him stock up other than he's massively <laughs> talented. He was safety one last year. But uh, I, I don't feel like there's a lot of tackle competition there. They didn't grab all that much in free agency. What are your thoughts? Does Petrie have a better season than last year? Same? Worse? Considering they have Jimmy Ward, Eric Murray, Chris Eric Murray, he actually had a good season last year. That's interesting. Jalen Petrie, huh? There's no reason to think that he's not stock up considering the current situation with their roster, their depth, their line. Just nothing standing out here is uh, even close to being above par overall. So other than Petrie's opportunities, they're just going to stick. And it's going to be for a while because they're not going to be able to fix this right away. 
Mm, yep. Yeah, not a lot of tackle competition in Houston, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of that, uh, stock down Jonathan Owens, who has not been re-signed by Houston and continues to be a free agent as we speak at this exact moment in time. Uh, so unless he gets a team, he's stocked down. <laughs> right, right, definitely. I think he's stocked down if he re-signs, too. I think, I, yeah, I, I think it's just kind of, uh, they went ahead and got Jimmy Ward. Uh, it was playing Murray at times last year. Um, Jonathan Owens was a good story. I hope to see him come back. I'm not like holding on to his ass. Not a defensive back. Yes, sir. Same. The IDP Pros podcast is brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast and their tailor-made drive contest. The contest is completely free to enter and you have a chance to win an awesome tailor-made driver. The drawing will take place on Sunday, April 8th, so make sure to get in by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash driver. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash driver. Ah, morning. Nothing like waking up to crying kids, hungry pets, and an angry alarm clock. All a football fan wants is to get your kids to school, feed the dogs, and clock in at the office, and then you can finally settle in and enjoy a moment of peace with your morning cup of coffee. And you are just in time for the SGPN IDP Pro Manager Podcast, nice. which your idiot league mates haven't yet discovered. Ha! Let Brad, Craig, and Gary start your day with all the reliable IDP information you need. Money. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern on the SGPN Fantasy Football YouTube channel, where your SGPN IDP pros know exactly what you need. Awesome. Besides another cup of coffee. Let's keep it in Houston with our next to be determined and talk about their three-headed linebacker monster where only probably two of these guys are going to get any production. Denzel Perryman, Christian Kirksey, and Christian Harris. Gary, who the hell gets the IDP points out of these guys? <laughs> and and insult a little Corey Littleton in there for some depth, I guess. You know, oh, yeah. Which Wonder just Wonder. does another, yeah. Uh, what happens if all of a sudden he got better than he's been? So. Mm. Oh man, I, it, the fallout of this is a—it's just—it's really messed up. Who do you, who do you want to take off of this? It's really a coin flip. I believe you gotta kind of stick with Kirksky at this point, just because of what he's done for Houston for the last two to three years. Mm -hmm. Christian Harris on paper, not really good. We talked with John Markey of PFF. He even, you know, he agreed. Christian Harris started out bad, ended bad. Denzel Perryman, hell of a veteran, just solid, does his job on par. It would be Kirksky, Perryman, Harris, Littleton, if it was me. The only way I know to do that is rank that. Yep, I, I agree with Kirksey as one. He, he's been solid for them for some time. Yeah, after that, I have no idea. But, you know, take, take some stabs on these guys late. And uh, if you're wrong, flush them. There'll be plenty of other guys in season. A little interesting tidbit. I haven't really seen, like, as I've been researching these rookies, a huge amount of these inside linebackers coming up. Now, I see a lot of these kind of like hybrids, Ed Rushers. Certainly some guys could be uh, changed, like uh, Nolan Smith, or, you know, could play the inside linebacker in the NFL. But there's only going to be so many of them. And at this point, when you're looking at Houston, <laughs> They didn't sign these veterans and get Christian Harris last year to go draft on anybody. So I just probably wasted two seconds of our time. 
Yeah. All right. Let's head back to stock up and let's talk about this is just a personal opinion. Feel free to shoot me down if you want, Gary. But I feel like Randy Gregory's stock up in Denver with the acquisition of Zach Allen. Uh, this is just more fuel for the fire, right? They can't concentrate double team uh, Randy Gregory as often. So now that there's a little more pass rush over there in Denver, uh, legit pass rush, not John mm-hmm. Cooper pass rush. So I feel like Gregory's in for a decent season. What do you think? If he's healthy, if he's ready, I'm all for it. Uh, I mean, he's really nowhere but up. We've had one or two two good seasons out of him when he was with Dallas mm-hmm. kind of a, in a rotation. So this is it. We, we need to see him shine. And I mean, stock up comparably we talk in ADP. I'm not going to go jumping up here with this, you know, top five guys or anything, but he's definitely, definitely moved up the boards with Zach Allen. That's a solid, actually probably way above solid uh, signing for me. So I think next to each other, we might be seeing, you know, finally something happened this year in Denver with a pass rush. Yes, sir. That's the thought. Speaking of Denver, stock down for Justin Simmons and Josie Jewell for one simple reason. Alex Singleton and his 200-plus combined tackles are going to be there. <laughs> no way that you could go invest in either one of these guys' past numbers right now. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, a lot of that production is going to get soaked up by Singleton. That's for sure. Yeah, there's just no doubt about it. Hey, uh, what else could you say? It's like an outlier. We've talked about it. That Martian. No, it was a ghost. Boom. All right, let's uh, head back over to stack up. And Gary, probably not going to like this one because it's corner related. But I am going to say Trayvon Diggs is in for a better season than he had last year because Stefan Gilmore has landed in Dallas. And that is a beautiful thing because uh, you can no longer just avoid throwing at Stefan Diggs, having another mm-hmm. corner on the other side of the field. And, uh, you know, passes towards the wide receiver you're covering is what mm-hmm. results in cornerback production. And there will be more of those towards Stefan Diggs this season. Mm-hmm. And they still have a nice pass rush going on. So. Plenty of opportunities for some interceptions to be added in his stats this year. I see it. Uh, Stock down. Uh, Kansas City, Willie Gay, Leo Chanel, and probably mm-hmm. Drew Tranquil as well. They just have too many chefs in the kitchen, man. I'm, I'm actually a little worried about Nick Bolton, too. I don't think he's going to do as well with all those guys there. What do you think? I think that I need to go over to myfantasyleague.com and – Get rid of my Nick Bolton shares based off that. Now, I I think Nick Bolton's going to be fine. Sure. Will he hit the damn ceiling he had this past year? We've talked about this in the past. It's hard to repeat as it is. So, Mm -hmm. no, you probably won't, but I'm not getting rid of this dude. I do like Willie Gay. I'm going to hold on to him, but I'm only managing him in deeper leagues to begin with, like deep degen leagues, right? Mm -hmm. So, I'm not getting rid of him. I'm not sold on Chanel. He didn't come in and take Willie Gay's job last season. And now you've got Tranquil side. I think it's going to be between Chanel and Tranquil for that strong linebacker position. The one that usually runs anywhere from 30 to 60% of the snaps sometimes or something. But I really do think in the end, we still see Willie Gay get those types of snaps that he got towards the end of last season, as long as he can keep from getting suspended. (laughs) <laughs> and we'll roll with Nick Bolton and anything we get 
close to last season is just a big ass bonus. We shall see. Uh, back over to stock up, and I'm going to call Jamin Davis a stock up this season with uh, Cole Holcomb exiting to go to Pittsburgh. This leaves the door wide open for Jamin Davis to be the sole 100% of snaps, mm-hmm. a three down linebacker for Washington, and that is going to put his numbers through the roof. What do you think? Yeah, another guy. As long as he's healthy, he actually came out and proved one thing, if nothing else. Riviera is going to freaking play him. <laughs> yep. So he's going to have to finish his uh, learning curve. If he hasn't yet, he's going to have to finish it off on the field. There's definitely not a real depth behind him with Cody Barton, David Mayo. I'm surprised I'm not looking at John Bostic on here. So when we get to this draft, keep your eye on it. If they get anybody in that top four to five rounds, because – if somebody slipped and Riviera hit a Davis, he'll put him in there. Uh, as long as it's Jamin Davis himself, it's all green light. Yes, sir. Right. All of this is dependent on us not getting screwed in the draft. But, uh, you know, assuming we don't, these are looking pretty good. Next stock down. Uh, let's stay in Kansas City here. And let's talk about Brian Cook with the introduction of Mike Edwards at safety. Plus, we've already got Legereus Sneed and Justin Reed. We've got many chefs in the kitchen, and I don't think the second year Mr. Cook is in line for a starting role. What do you think? I'd have to agree. There's a lot of competition there. Throwing a dart at it. Man, wow. wonder what happened there. You know, complete luxury pick. It's, uh, it's going to be really interesting. I, I've lost all faith in him at this point, though. What's that? Your computer has another virus? Well, my friend, you need help to stop your obsession with the dirty O. All of this searching for air yards and yards after catch and blah, blah, blah. Stop your dirty O obsession by searching for the IDP Pro Players Podcast instead and focus on the other side of the balls. I I mean ball. The crew on the IDP Pro Players Podcast care about you and your technology by holding true to their no dirty O mantra. Every week, Gary and John bring you the IDP content you need to save your rosters and dominate your league while avoiding the dirty O. So save your technology by tuning into the IDP Pro Players Podcast with your longtime and totally unoffensive veteran hosts, Johnny the Greek and Gary the IDP Tipster. Follow them on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P, R, O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Pod. The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast now offers rewards for every episode listened to and downloaded on Spotify. Tune in to every episode to answer a posted Q&A question to earn DGEN points. This month, SGPN Fantasy Football is giving away a $50 gift card. Go to Spotify and join the fun. Let's pick it back up with some stock up in the Minnesota Vikings with the exit of Eric Kendricks. It is stock up for Jordan Hicks for sure. And Brian Asamoah in all likelihood. What do you think, Gary? Again, we're only looking at the draft. We do. We, I keep talking about the draft. We do have some free agents. Deion Jones is still a free agent. Rashawn Evans. So there are some very solid serviceable guys out there. I suppose it could still be re-signed. I need to mention that. So as John mentioned, we don't know what's going to happen in the draft either. So that's why we're here week in, week out, updating, talking about the situation. 
Yes, sir. And heading over to Stockdown, uh, Raiders, Luke Masterson burst onto the scene last season due to some injuries and shenanigans, and uh, it looked like early in the offseason he may be a starter for them, but then the Raiders went out and got Robert Spillane. So I guess technically it's a battle between those guys uh, across from Divine Diablo as the other Mm -hmm. starting linebacker. What do you think, Gary? Is Masterson toast, or does he win that role? Yeah. I, I think he's toast. Uh, I think he's been toasted twice. I don't think that he's going to improve enough to uh, overtake Spielman. He's actually a decent, another solid journeyman for a while. Shoot, Tomlin even gave him a run there for a while last year when he needed him. Uh, he's used him in the past in Pittsburgh, so we've seen a lot of him. Uh, I don't think that uh, he'll be included in the two that start the season if he is listed as a starter it's going to be as a strong side linebacker which uh that guy's only going to get 50 percent of the snaps maybe if they're lucky absolutely heading back over to stock up uh for the saints we've got pete werner and demario davis well it's not as much stock up more a res- return to normalcy since Caden mm-hmm. ellis has left mm-hmm. the building and he was mm-hmm. the monkey wrench so to speak that whole situation uh, I really get cleared up right when Ellis signed with Atlanta. Pete Warner, hopefully he comes in and lights that shit up like he did last year and stays healthier than he did last year at the same time. Davis is tough, man. Yeah, I I, I think maybe not stock up, but normal-ish numbers for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still very solid. Good option there. All right. Stock down. We got mm-hmm. Dane Belton, Giants, who looked like he may be the other starter next to Xavier McKinney, but then Bobby McCain came to town. Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows now? I, I tend to think McCain's going to get that other job, though. What do you think? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. They even had that that Jason Pinnica or Pinico or something oh, like that. He yeah, yeah. Right, yeah Pin- right. I was Pinnick. a big fan yep. of Belton last year, this third rounder or whatever he was. He, he had some stock in him. I mean, they gave him this shot when uh, injuries hit early in the season or mid-season possibly, that it didn't take but a couple of uh, ball games and they started getting Pinnock. Yeah, Pinnock. Jason Jason Pinnock, yep. Right, Jason Pinnock in there. So, yeah, Bobby McCain, the only reason he's probably not still with Washington is because of Derek Forrest's emergence. So Bobby McCain's a lot older, good solid veteran to come in there and run that defense from that uh, – uh, free safety spot it has to be right uh yeah i don't know that's another question we need answered is who's playing what for new york at safety yeah in reality xavier mckinney did not come out like kill it last year's strong safety either so espn currently has bobby mccain in there at uh, the strong safety again it's hard right now for these uh depth charts but the guy is five nine 196 pounds, according to ESPN. So give or take 10, 15 pounds. I don't think I'm sticking him in the box. If I got Xavier McKinney, at least how he was profiled coming into the league. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to depend on role for those two guys because, you know, that leads to production. Um, Right. And this is the money guy here. That is the homer. So I downplayed, talked, trash. Bobby McCain. Oh, my God, Jordan Love, 2023. Yes, sir. 
Let's look at another stock up. This is a weird one. Uh, Nolan Carter is listed as a starting safety for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now at this exact moment in time. I tend to think that doesn't stay either through draft or whatever. What do you think? Yeah, some that can't that can't give. I I, I looked him up. I don't see it happening. Uh, it's going to be starting starting the season. It's going to be Winfield and Ryan Neal. We talked about his news. All right, let's look at our next stock down. We've got a couple of New York Giants linebackers, and uh, Micah McFadden was trending towards someone that might be a starter. Jared Davis never was going to. But, yeah, the Giants made some move at line, moves at linebacker, got Bobby Okariki, and they don't tend to play more than one guy a whole ton of snaps. So is the Micah McFadden experiment over, Gary? What do you think? No, it could still live. I just don't think it's going to be at a full-time uh, gig, you know, right now. I'm looking at ESPN. They got Jared Davis in there, my favorite guy, that just bounces everywhere. So far, I hadn't hit any time in the past when I thought that he was going to do something. So I, I wouldn't think that's even going to come close here. So uh, McFadden next to Okariki. But Okariki's the run stopper. Can McFadden really cover? Can he play that cover? Man, nah, stock down. The only thing, the only thing I'm interested in currently, uh, Bobby yep. Okariki is all I need. Big same. I'm with you there. The IDP Pro Players Pod is also presented by IDPGuys.org, where managers and fans can further fear fantasy football knowledge into the depths of dynasty, individual defensive players, super flex, and beyond. That was ibpguys.org where they do way more than just defensive football let's look at another stack up here philadelphia eagles nicobe dean and obviously this is dependent on the draft but with the exit of tj edwards a linebacker slot is why and kazir white a linebacker slot is wide open and they just drafted nicobe dean to fill that slot so i think he's stack up yeah i couldn't see it any other way either they just uh, brought this guy up old school. I don't think it was that he necessarily wasn't ready or couldn't been thrown into the fire, but they had the luxury of, you know, picking up Kaiser White. And mm-hmm. So they had Edwards, which had an outstanding year, and they knew they had a playoff run team. I, I mean, I don't think that anybody goes in thinking that they suck. Don't get me that wrong. But you know those damn coaches are standing on the sidelines during practice going, fuck sometimes right you know it so anyhow uh, i'm being truthful about it there's nobody else to think that uh could outplay him except for maybe nicholas morrow and i think i would be more of uh nicobe dean failing completely and i don't think they're gonna let him fail i think last year was a good move on how they treated it where they drafted him and there's nothing but a lot of love right now. Think of what Edwards did last year. Don't give him that. Don't give him that. But think of that as a dynasty ceiling. Yeah, that, I like that. That's a it's a good comparison right there. I like that. Our next stack down, we've discussed this uh, at length in recent weeks, but Jack Sanborn is toast. He's done for unless there are some significant injuries in Chicago where they just got Edmonds and Edwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a short on YouTube of that, man. I ended up showing a cat at the end. He's watching the toilet flush, and it goes, his value is gone. 
Perfect. I should have brought that in. Maybe next week. Love it. All righty. Stock up. Ernest Jones, L.A. Rams, mm. with the exit mm. of Bobby Wagner. There uh, ain't anyone there unless they draft someone. What do you think? You know me. It happens a lot to me. Being known as the IDP tipster, it's from finding guys that are breaking out, breaking up, low-key guys. A lot of people out there are really good at that now. Back in the day, it used to mean something. <laughs> right now, right now, everybody's throwing that shit together, and I love it because IDP is, you know, it's done nothing but grow, at least within the industry itself. So, Ernest Jones was a guy that I really liked coming out of college just because of the draft stock that they put into him. Uh, he was their first pick that year, uh, even though he was a third rounder. Um, uh, so I really liked him what that for that point there. Uh, I liked him going into last year until Bobby Wagner did his thing. You know, uh, that kind of drama sometimes stifles shit. So now that Bobby Wagner is back in Seattle, I mean, Ernest Jones proved last year with minimal to uh, he had some he had some games. I think we've seen 85, 90 percent of the snaps here and there. But I would have to say on average and not quoting the numbers, but I think it's around on average. What do you think? 75 percent of the time uh, playing time. He was he was around that number last year. Yeah. And he hit pretty well. So I think with a full-time role, just like Bobby Wagner had, you know, you run into his 90-95. If he's in the middle running that defense, definitely stock up. And again, look at Bobby Wagner's numbers last year, and I'm not going to say that those aren't possible. I really like Ernie Jones. Yes, sir. All righty, stock down. Jaquan Brisker, as much as it pains me to say it, I feel like uh, with the two you know, big time additions of Edwards and Edmonds, uh, the tackle competition is going to be far more fierce than it was last year. And uh, it's going to be harder for Brisker to get to the ball carrier. Definitely. That was a news dive and a half. The only, the only one that was even worse, which we're going to talk about, Sam Bourne took the bigger hit because he is just depth. He shouldn't really be on the field unless there's an injury. Somebody has to pee. Something along those lines, uh, when it comes to Brisker, his production just went from probably having a even potentially higher ceiling to having, I don't know, DB2 numbers. Edwards and Edmonds combination in front of him changed the whole landscape of what we're looking at with him next year, at least betting on. Yeah, it didn't help. That's for sure. All righty. Next stock up, and uh, this is just like Nolan Carter, who we just discussed on Tampa Bay. Russ Yeast, whoever the fuck that is, is <laughs> cur- currently listed as a starting safety for the Rams. And if he gets the job, it's stock yeah. up. But, but yeah, you know, yeah, I'll yeah. believe it when I see it. Looking at this prior, I didn't, I didn't research this kid. I, I could look at reports. You could look at things that people writers are saying they're all going to be positive about guys right now we're going into the draft they might say they need to draft some safeties but uh, you look at this entire defense the only thing that i have any interest really off of here and correct me if i'm wrong would be aaron donald and, and ernest jones which we just mm-hmm. talked about uh the rest of this the rest of this defense is pretty poor they have to do something they have to do something Absolutely. So that's probably a short-term one at best. 
moving over to stock down as much as this one pains me to say as well richie grant safety falcons who was coming off a breakout year last year i just don't think he's going to be able to do as well with jesse bates there jesse bates is an excellent excellent safety who will mm-hmm. absolutely steal some production so you think hawkins doesn't take i i think hawkins takes the huge hit Oh well, he's done. Done. It's it's gonna yeah. be Richie okay. Grant and Bates. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's Barry. It's Barry Hawkins and move on on that one. And yeah, I have to agree. Um, stock down. How much? I don't know if it's not not fall. a not a ton. Not right, a ton. Right. But, he's yeah. definitely not stock up. Ever notice these days how things have changed with sports entertainment? Suddenly, everyone is edgy and they don't mind offending people with offensive words. It's everywhere. Podcasts, to radio, to primetime TV. All I want are NFL defensive player reports, maybe a quick update on the best streaming corners, and yet I have to hear about the dirty O. That's right, offensive player discussions and hot takes blocking my path to the sweet, sweet defensive information I need. Bullshit. That was until I found the IDP Pro Players Podcast. And now, unless the IDP Pro's John or Gary mess up, Uh I know I'm not going to be offended by their no dirty O approach. So take my word for it. Catch the sports gambling IDP Pro Player Podcast every week and leave the dirty O behind. So if you or someone you know has an IDP degenerate problem, that's terrific. And the fantasy move to make is to go follow a couple of the best veterans in the fantasy football industry. That was on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P, R-O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Pod. Oh, yeah. Doc up Nick Bosa, and this is a direct result of Javon Hargrave getting there and finally giving this Niners pass rush something beyond Nick Bosa. I love this line now. The addition of Hargrave is just beautiful. I mean, we know Javon Kinlaw wasn't that guy, so they took advantage, replaced it, replaced Buckner from a couple of years ago. Whether the cap situation changed, I think we've hit on that a little bit. Yeah, Nick Boza, this is really what he needed. He needed somebody that can get pressure from the interior on his own. Doesn't have to be stunted. Doesn't have to be anything. Just put the freaking veteran in there and let him get after the quarterback. And then you got Armstead sitting right next to him, which he has always been off on and off list as a guy that's going to break out and be this big dude. He is just a really good NFL freaking player. He is a big part of this San Fran team, but he's an anchor. He's an anchor of that. You know, he's supposed to take on that shit. If he can get after the quarterback in this, you know, I, certainly he can't, but I don't think that he's used necessarily in that way. It's all Nick Boza. They got Drake Jackson, too, uh, the second-year guy. I can't remember where he's out of. I think he had a little flash last year, didn't get to play much. Mm, I like Boza. You think he can break his best? I don't know, man. That was a huge, huge year <laughs> last year, but oh, he, yeah. he, can, he could definitely match it and mm-hmm. maybe do a little more, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, odds are he won't, but they're, they're close. Yep. The situation has improved, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. All righty. In our final stack down, the Carolina Panthers combined to tackle production. There are just too many goddamn people back there that can tackle, and uh, it's it's going to hurt all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that entire secondary. Right. It, well, in the linebackers, it, you know, well, it's well, that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to picture. I'm thinking we're going to play like six DBs, man. I think we're going to have Shaq Thomas playing. Rome. Yeah, it, as it sits right now, I it's 
it's kind of dumbfounding how they've set this up with these safeties and adding and adding. So I, it's just become a whole mess. I'm not, I'm not doing anything with it. Shaq Thomas, man, Shaq Thomas. I was happy as hell to just get him in our draft just a little while ago. Love that guy. Always solid. Always solid. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, that was the fallout from free agency. Make sure you tune in next week. We're going to have a very special guest. Gary, you want to talk about that real quick? No, 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 no. I ran my mouth at the beginning, man. You go right ahead. Yeah, we're bringing Ryan Kramer on next week, one of the co-founders of SGPN. It's going to be a great one. Let's see. The 28th, I believe, would be no, the 21st would be the uh, the show after that that we'll be recording. And I think we're going to hit on team draft needs. You know, we're going to try to talk about some of these as teams. If these teams were to draft a linebacker, say, in the top four, three rounds or something because of their depth situation, it would be something to pay attention to. Other than that, man, I'm out of here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you at the same time, same place next week.